We call it Stim Music. What's up, Stim Music Nation? Before we jump into episode 12, I want to share an update with you. The dates for the USA Science and Engineering Festival's virtual SciFest have changed. This virtual festival will now be happening from September 26th through October 3rd. We'll be launching our new STEM music moments during this festival as a featured attraction. These moments include three new songs and three new music videos. You don't want to miss it. So be sure to register for this free event by going to usasciencefestival.org. I'll put the link to this free virtual event in the description of this episode. Thank you so much to Music Nation for supporting this podcast. I truly appreciate it. Now let's jump into episode 12 right now. Everywhere we go, call us in music. People gotta know, call us in music. We're gonna make it flow. Call us in music, call us in music, call us in music. We call it STEM Music indeed. Welcome to the STEM Music Podcast, where we highlight multicultural STEM professionals and the music they love. I'm your host, Roy Moy III, and we have a very special guest on the STEM Music Podcast today. He comes from the S in STEM, so science. He holds an associate's degree in electrical in-house wiring. He has served in the United States Army for a combined 15 years, having served in the 80s and 90s, as well as currently serving right now in the Army Reserves. He is currently a certified Army Petroleum Lab Technician, where he is responsible for sampling fuel for various military transportation vehicles. In his time in the Army back in the 90s, he earned an Army Accommodation Award, which we'll talk about during this episode, and recently he was promoted to Sergeant in 2015. He also happens to be the person who taught me how to change the oil in my car, how to tie a tie, he's been influential in my faith life, and is one of my biggest supporters in all that I do. STEM Music Nation, please help me welcome a very special guest. You guessed it, my father, Sergeant Roy Moy II, to the STEM Music Podcast. What's up, Pops? How's it going? It's going really well. It's really a privilege and an honor to be able to do this with my son, Roy Moy III. <laughs> right, no doubt, no doubt. So um, I'm glad that we were able to get you on the podcast, uh, especially with what we're gonna talk about um, and, and the journey that you're getting ready to embark on, which we'll address later in this episode. But um, one of the first things we do in the podcast is just highlight how our guests got into STEM. And so I remember in our pre-interview, you had mentioned something about physics and biology in high school um, and the desire to kind of want to work in a lab. So just tell us a little bit about that. Like, how did your STEM journey start? Well, my STEM journey started when I was a junior in high school. You know, the years prior to that, I was taking classes, but I wanted a challenge. Gotcha. In a challenge in high school. And I knew that physics would provide that challenge for me. So I took a physics class, and physics is basically the study of matter and energy. And so we also dealt with uh, uh, speed, momentum, velocity, things like that in high school. Sure, sure. And that, that right there kind of led me into my next step because in high school, I also played sports, played football. Football was my number one sport. And we had a good team my senior year. We went eight and two. So I was thinking that maybe I'd be a full scholarship or nothing. And I received many letters 
you know, from that, but I wanted a full scholarship. So the last resort that I was going to turn to was the military if I didn't get a full scholarship in football. And so there you have it. I turned to the military and I joined the military, but before I joined, I had to take an ASVAP test, which that right there in itself was like a four hour grueling hour test, like the ACT test that you take to get in college. And by taking that test, you know, the results came out and I was a, you know, a few points short of doing what I really wanted to do. And that was what I wanted to be a medical lab technician. And so because I fell a little short, the next best thing that I was shown on a CD was a petroleum lab technician. Okay. Okay. That's perfect because that's kind of what I wanted to, to go into um, next was joining the army. And so um, just sharing, you know, you sharing that you were kind of like deciding between football and, and the army, the military and um, you know, how you would end up doing that. So, you know, clearly that was something that you decided to do, but for those who might be in the STEM music nation who are interested in, maybe they're in college right now. And when they graduate, they might be interested in becoming an officer um, in the military, or if they're in high school right now, and they're kind of weighing that uh, those choices and decisions, like what was it like uh, joining the army? I know you're in the reserves now. Um, and there's, there was a break in between when you first joined and where you are now, but what was that? What do you remember and maybe can share with those who might be interested, who might be like, what is that process like, you know, basic training, all of that in a brief, in a brief way. But if you could share that with our audience. Well, I had a situation that took place. One of my sister's friend was in the army and he came back home on leave and he gathered a few of us guys around and he said if you ever decide to join the military get you a job that you can transfer from the military to civilian life okay and of course at that age it was far from me but it actually took place gotcha gotcha I think that's something we, we highlight a lot on the podcast is the influence of people that you meet, you know? And so you meeting that person um, who's able to kind of give you a piece of that advice, um, you know, is kind of what ended up helping you even bring that into consideration of something that you wanted to do. So um, did you just happen to meet a, a recruiter when you were in high school or how did the whole process happen in regards to like actually joining, you know, doing the swearing in portion um, and then maybe give us a peek into um what basic training was like? Well, it was really uh, ironic because my junior year, we actually had a recruiter come to the house. Oh, wow. And my, my mother, I guess she was on board with it because she actually took me up to uh, the, the uh, military, their, their, I guess, office or station. It actually was a gym. And so I had to do different uh, activities there. And I was on the top of the charts in those activities. Okay, that was kind of like that was kind of like push ups, sit ups, that type of thing. No, it was actually uh, I had to throw a basketball so many feet. I had to do pull ups, oh, okay. push ups, and you know I had to do so many push pull ups, and then we had we had to run um, like a shuttle run. Okay, you like know, a relay type of thing. Exactly. Okay. And, you know, I scored really high 
and they really wanted me to join. But at the time, you know, as a junior, football was my my heart. Right. And my focus was on that. And I really was trying to work to get scholarship, you know, full full scholarship in football. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I, I think that's, um, you know, that, that's definitely some uh, insight to how you, your journey ended up starting. And so where'd you end up being? Because um, I know in the military, STEM Music Nation, I was young, like a baby <laughs> and not even really born until the latter portion of his first time around in the in the army. But um, I know that people are stationed in different areas when they go for their basic training and stuff. So where was yours um, at? My basic training was in Fort Knox, Kentucky. Really? Fort Knox, Kentucky. That's where I was at. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So, you know, the uh, movie, uh, was it Stripes? No, I'm not, I don't. I don't. Well, they, they, they did that movie right there at Fort Knox. Okay. Okay. But I mean, that's a popular, that's a popular base. Like people, you know, like Fort Knox, right? Like, isn't that the place when people are referencing yeah. like, it's very tight security. Or That's whatever. where the goal is at. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. I had no idea. That's crazy. So what? It, well, okay. So just give us one, like, one or two things that you remember about basic training. Um, Stem Music Nation. For me, I'm like, I don't know if I will survive. <laughs> just being honest. But what are maybe like one or two things that you remembered about that experience? Well, before I even went, I just had made up in my mind, I'm gonna do what the sergeants tell me to do. Okay. And so. I wouldn't have any, you know, problems. But in doing that and in being in physical shape, they made me the platoon leader. So I was in charge of, I was in charge of four squads. And then we also had squad leaders. So I had to march them to and from uh, the mess hall where we went to eat. Okay. And, you know, that was something very special, uh, in, in my uh, early career in the military. Okay. No, and that's really good. Cause that's, that's probably, it's going to weave into this story that I want to talk about later. Um, so that's interesting to note, note that, and I, I'm sure that within that system, just like any other system or organization, you know, there's levels and different things. So yeah, coming in as a brand new recruit and, and kind of being put in a leadership position to um, lead uh, a platoon. That's really, really cool. So um, in regards to, so, so STEM Music Nation, like, you know, this is my father and, and I've known what he uh, did in the military um, in regards to sampling fuel, like I mentioned in the introduction, but it wasn't until Memorial Day um, of this year, 2020, that um, we were eating at an IHOP and just talking about life. And um, I just began to ask more questions about this career that he had in the, in the army back in the day. And I had no idea that like, my father's been in STEM, you know, they didn't call it STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math back then, but um, definitely doing stuff within the sciences in regards to testing fuel for military transportation vehicles. And so it just kind of blew my mind and shocked me of like, oh, wow, like, you know, I'm in a STEM field as an engineer. And it's like, I had no idea that this is something, the world that, you know, my father kind of comes from in regards to the military. So in that, um, we had this awesome conversation about, the the role that you had the job that you had the um responsibilities that you had and so i would love for you to kind of take us on that journey of a day in the life of a petroleum lab technician and kind of uh first just describe the job and then we'll kind of start getting into the things we discussed at at that uh in the conversation we had at that ihop on memorial day um in the just the, the depth in which you were doing 
science, you know, which is crazy to me still to this day. So anyway, right, so right. what's the day in the life of a petroleum lab technician? Well, uh, first of all, we had a book, a real thick book, and it's called the ASTM, which is American Standard for Testing Materials. Okay. And you, that book, in that book, you test many different materials. You test metal, you test plastic, you test glass, different, you know, testings on different materials, you know, all over the world. But our specific testing was petroleum products. Okay. So in the day of the life of a petroleum laboratory technician, when we start off the day, they bring samples. These are units on base, military units on base or companies on base, and they bring the, their fuel to us. And we test the fuel and what we're testing the fuel for is to make sure that their filter separators on their fuel tanks are working properly. It's supposed to filter out water, bugs, sand, you name it. So then when it comes to the lab, it's pretty much clean fuel. Okay. And we receive the sample. And the first test that we perform is the API gravity. And the API gravity basically tests the density of that fuel. Okay. And it's, it's a glass bob that we put, because we poured the sample into a, a thousand milliliter cylindrical apparatus. And then we take the glass bob, which have readings on the inside, and we dip it in the fuel and we spin it. And it bobs up and down until it comes to a rest. And where it comes to a rest, that's where we take our, our API gravity. And that API gravity have to meet the specifications for this fuel. So if the specification was like between 85 and 95, and we test this fuel and it's below 85, maybe at 65, that means that it has oil in it. Okay. If it's diesel, you know, we're testing diesel. It has oil in it, so it's heavier. So then if it's higher than 95, that means it has, it's mixed with gasoline, so it's lighter. So therefore, it tells us what we need to do to let the company know what they need to do with their fuel to mix the bad fuel with the good fuel in order to um, be able to function in the vehicles that they um, provide the fuel for. Okay, gotcha. So it's like just trying to make sure that they, they have the correct fuel so that it's not going to damage the vehicles, I'm assuming, that they're using, right? Yes, that's correct. So, yeah, no, definitely. So it's, it's like, it's the Music Nation, you hear this process and it's just like, what? Like, this is like real uh, laboratory work and science happening. So um, it's just, it just blows my mind that this is what you were doing back in the day. But uh, so, so from then that test, one, one of the other tests we talked about was a, uh, a flash point and fire point test, if I'm remembering those correctly. Um, that is correct. Okay. So walk us through um, what those tests are. Well, the, the flash point and fire point, it, it, we uh, use diesel and we put it in a cup and we put it on a heating element and with this heating element, there is a small tubing that has, that's hollow on the inside. We turn on gas and the gas come out the hollow end. 
and we have an adjuster on that because we light it with a, a um, you know a match, and we it, there's a small bead at the end of it, and we adjust that bead. You know, it could be a small flame or a little small bead. So we adjust it to where it's a small bead, and we take that bead and we move it across the fuel as we heat the fuel up. Okay. And as we heat the fuel up, it, it creates vapors or smoke, which is the vapors. And as we run it through those, the smoke or the vapors, it'll flash. And at that point that it flashes, we take the temperature or we look at the temperature and it gives us the temperature where it flashed. Okay. So then we continue to heat it up and run that bead across the fuel and it catches on fire. At the point that it catch on fire, we look at the temperature, and that would be our fire point. And we annotate it on our uh, worksheet. And so the same thing, the fire point and flash point have to be in certain specifications for the military. Okay. And if it's not, it'll let you know if there's gasoline mixed in it, or if there's oil mixed in it, or kerosene mixed in it. And it gives us uh, that information so that we can let the company know what they need to do with that fuel. Gotcha. No, that's, that's, and I think that's also when I, when I look at, when I hear you share that and I look at it from a bird's eye view, I'm kind of like, oh, wow, because it's a necessary thing for the military vehicles, regardless of what they happen to be, to be able to do their job. You know, they, they're in the, you know, right now, I don't know what was going on back then, but, you know, right now they're in the desert, let's say, you know, like in the middle of the day, you need your Humvee to do whatever, yes. you know, you need vehicles to operate in the best way possible, especially if you're under fire or whatever. And so um, just kind of recognizing the importance of the role um, that you and your team had in, in sampling fuel. So I, I want to highlight one last series of tests that you had mentioned in our pre-interview, which were the pour and freeze point, which I'm assuming are kind of doing the same things, but go ahead and tell us about that. And then I want to jump into a, a kind of a special story. Yes, um, we have an apparatus and it's a bath and it starts at zero degrees. And then we have another bath that is minus 30 and another bath that is minus 60. And then the last bath is minus 90 degrees. So we take diesel and we pour it into a small cylindrical apparatus. And we also put a thermometer in okay. that apparatus and we set it into the zero degrees bath because the diesel is at room temperature. So then we bring it down to zero and then we tilt it and we see that it's still running. So then we, when it gets to zero, we switch it to the minus 30 degree bath and let it go down to minus 30. And then we pull it out, turn it, the fluid uh, runs. And if it's still running, then we put it in a minus 60. And we, then that's when we watch the, the temperature real close and we take it out you know, several different times because we're checking on it. If it forms a little bead, like it's getting ready to run, it's, it's still the pour point, and we annotate that uh, temperature. When it turns solid to where it's not running anymore, where it's beaded, that's what would be our pour point. The last time it beaded up, like it was getting ready to run, that'd be our pour point. 
Okay. And then the freeze point is then at what, which point that it's no longer running? That is correct. Okay. Okay. And then, and then I'm assuming from the other test that you said, you, you mentioned that you're uh, trying to figure out at what point it is freezing or the poor points to see what, how that matches up with whatever uh, data you have that is going to indicate to you that this is good fuel or bad fuel. Exactly. Because gotcha. when we go to the field or even in war, if we have to go into an area where it's, you know, it's snowing and what have you, because we fly all over the world, then that fuel would have to be able to perform. Right. And not bog down in, you know, where your vehicle is not running or working and you'll be a dead duck. You'll be, you know, dead in the water, so to speak. Right, right. No, that that's, like I said, I think that's something that is um, so clear to me now of, and especially just being a young kid and growing up and like, oh, you, yeah, he samples fuel or whatever. I'm like, I don't know what that all entails. But um, I also think it's interesting that there's uh, multiple, it reminds me of like kind of when I'm at, at, at my job in the engineering world and just all the different um, hoops you kind of have to go through to get a drawing released or to get an engineering part right. released. And yes, sometimes I know my industry fellows might be like, oh, it's annoying or, you know, have to go through, but it just shows the, the care for quality and safety. And then also that that's what I'm seeing within these tests is like, there's, there's the API gravity, flash and fire point, pour and freeze point. These are like multiple tests to ensure that um, the fuel is where it needs to be for whatever vehicle. And so speaking of for whichever vehicle it might be for, uh, I really want to hear about this uh, story of an, an opportunity to sample fuel for a very special airplane um, that represents our country, um, that carries someone that represents our country. And so um, I want you to share that story of, like, did you know you were sampling fuel or for this person and this person's plane? Or did you not know? Like, how did that all happen? And of course, let us know who it was. And, and you know, I want to let you share that. Well, we were uh, off duty and we got a call to come in and test this special sample. And so we came in to test the special sample. And of course, when we got there, we were informed that it was a sample from the Air Force One airplane, which is the president's airplane. And so it was pretty exciting. And, you know, we wanted to make sure that we did our proper procedures in testing this fuel. And the purpose of that is to make sure that the fuel is not contaminated with water, sediment, or mixed with another fuel so that that airplane can take off and land the way that it's supposed to. Wow. Yeah. No, it's, and it's similar to the, you know, we were sharing about the other tests, but it's still like, like you tested and sampled fuel for Air Force One, which I didn't know. Um, Stem Music Nation, my mom told me that, I think earlier this year or something. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's really, really cool. Um, do you, who, the president at the time was uh, President Reagan at the time? Yes, that is correct. It was President okay. Reagan. So I think if I'm remembering, this is just a nerd moment. I think if I'm remembering, then that must've been prior to the Air Force One that is the 747, um, type model um 
I think I'd have to check that, but that's, that's still pretty interesting. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to know. I think so like the 707 version is the plane that it was at the time. Um, Cause I think Reagan, president Reagan was the one that commissioned um, Boeing to make the new air force one. Cause who was the president after Reagan? Was that Bush number one, the father? That was Bush number one. Okay. Yeah. So I think he was the president, president Bush, senior i think he was the president that um introduced the new air force one airplane which was a type of 747 aircraft so with the hump you know that's super iconic yes. and all that um so anyway i'm nerding out stim music nation but that's just so cool to me like he was sampling fuel for <laughs> air force one um so in regards to that like you know being an honor i want to jump into another honor that you received um you know, back then in regards to sampling fuel and kind of doing the lab work. Um, and so uh, in the pre-interview, you had mentioned that you earned the um, an Army Accommodation Medal. And so I definitely yes. want to um, allow you to share that story with Stem Music Nation on how all of that came to be. Yes, that is correct. Um, and it was uh, quite interesting because in the lab, the building was separated and you had the lab in the back of the building, and then you had the front office where they did the paperwork and they notified the companies about their filter separators and, or what they need to do with their fuel. Well, there were seven, uh, e, e, uh, I guess, E6 and above in the front and did the paperwork. And by the way, and for Stim Music Nation, E6 is like a, a position or a level that you are within the uh, military, correct? That is correct. It's okay. a staff sergeant. Okay, just for context for people. Okay, yep. And so there were seven E6 and above, staff sergeant and above in the front, and then there was four lab techs in the back that was performing the tests on the samples. And I was one of the lab techs. And so as time went by, the sergeants in the front office, they began to ETS or move to another unit one by one. And so that whole front office was depleted and they didn't replace them at all. And so there was only one E6 staff sergeant that was running that whole front office. Wow. And I was in the back running tests on samples and the four people that was in the back or three other people that was working with me, they began to leave as well. And, you know, one got out of the military, another one moved on to an, uh, another unit, and two moved on to another unit. And so it was just me and this staff sergeant that was working in the lab. Well, they said that she had too many leave days, vacation days, and they forced her to take a week off. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And when they forced her to take a week off, I was the one that was running the samples annotating all the uh, tests on diff the different samples and also handling the paperwork up front and notifying the different companies about their fuel, if their fuel meet the standards or if their fuel failed. And I had to let them know what they need to do with that fuel. And we also, we had a fuel that was, that did fail. And we finally figured out that, they needed to take 10% of the bad fuel and mix with 90% of the good fuel in order to 
get rid of the all of the bad fuel and cause it to be good and to be able to be used in the vehicles. Okay. So I received a accommodation medal for that. So basically you just had to hold down the entire fort because people were leaving. And then also the, the staff sergeant, which is interesting to hear. Cause like in the uh, non-military world, civilian world, I guess, civilian side, things like that happen too, that people have too much vacation and they're like, okay, you need to use it or whatever, or you lose it or whatever the case may be. So um, the, yes, that's right. So yeah, no, that's, yeah. Kudos to you for being able to step up and, and handle all of that um, kind of being the solo person um you know holding down the fort in uh that role and kind of doing multiple roles uh because of that that circumstance so um i you're welcome so i think i want to move forward in talking about uh deployment and so um stem music nation um my father um, who we're talking to right now is going to be deployed here soon to kosovo and in that deployment, he's going to be able to do this job that we just talked about of being a laboratory, petroleum laboratory technician in Kosovo. And so I want you to talk about that. But prior to that, I want you to talk about the first deployment that you did, which is why we had talked about on a previous podcast, the Music Nation, that I was born in Germany, Kaiserslautern, Germany, to be exact. That's why I was born there because of the person we're talking to right now on the podcast. So (laughs) just tell us about um, deployment. Um, What I'm really trying to highlight is just what that experience was like for you and for those who might be in the military listening to the podcast. Um, And it might be their first um, deployment that they're doing, or maybe they're a spouse of somebody who um, is deployed right now. So how that all works, because this is your, you know, when you go to Kosovo, it'll be your um, second time around. So you've already kind of been through it, but what, what is that like? What is deployment like? Well, deployment for me, I was really excited about it because when I graduated high school, I wanted to see the world. I wanted to travel. I wanted to experience the different cultures and different languages. And so for me, it was very exciting. And, uh, you know, and also it was scary as well, you know, because at the time the Berlin Wall was up. And so just like in this COVID, every, we, you have to be uh, careful and they check everything. And so when, we, um, when I got deployed, as the E4, I really was supposed to go by myself, but they arranged that my wife would fly with me because Shout we, out to we my didn't mama. have any kids. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so she flew with me and it was almost like being on a honeymoon, you know, wow. flying to Germany. And it took us eight hours uh, flying there. And, and before we left, a friend of ours told us that when you fly, it's kind of weird because you get to the point to where when night falls on one side of the plane, it'll be like dawn in light and on the other side of the plane be dark. And they just, you know, a brief, you know, telling us that, but we actually experienced that. Wow. And it was pretty wild, you know, to experience that. And when we got to Germany, we also took a German class together so that was an awesome experience. What? Right there. I, I had no idea. You took a German class to, I'm assuming, acclimate and learn some of the language? Yes, that's correct. Wow. I had no idea. That's
things you learn when you're interviewing your father on the STEM Music Podcast. I still can't get over the fuel sampling of Air Force One and how he was being deployed to Germany while the Berlin Wall was still up. History, y'all. Just incredible. Well, before we finish the rest of this episode, I wanted to take a moment and let you know that we have some new STEM Music gear available right now. Check out the assortment of adult and kid t-shirts available at teespring.com slash stores slash STEM Music. And be sure to use the code STEMMUSIC1 for free shipping. I'll be sure to put the link to this info in the description of this episode. Now let's jump into the rest of this episode where my father talks about the precautions being taken due to COVID-19 for his upcoming deployment to Kosovo. We will also talk about his work experience in the electrical field and end with some awesome gospel music and a deep conversation about faith. Let's go. able to go with mom so your wife and um you she was kind of there the entire time whereas there are times where so i guess it, it kind of might be new because this time around you are kind of going um by yourself to kosovo yes. which is interesting and and you pointed out something that i was just like thinking about right now that you were going to germany when the berlin wall was still up and while you were there it was torn down and so how you were saying how the world was in a place of of in it just uneasiness and like what's going to happen and you know kind of uh chaotic in a sense because of that what that was all about and now fast forward years later you get ready to be deployed again and we have covid and so i do want to talk about like what have they kind of um shared with you like how is it all because i know us as a family we've been like are you still going you know it's COVID 19 out here so how have they been kind of preparing you guys and what have they been telling you that you guys have to or i guess going to have to do when you get over there and and um in regards to COVID 19 and deployment well the first thing that we will do is is quarantine for 14 days okay because we're coming from a whole total different country right so and I'm sure, you know, they get the news as well. Right. And hearing about the different cases over here in America, especially in New York and, and up in Washington uh, state area. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we will definitely be quarantined. And from there, we will, you know, get acclimated to um, what we need to do uh, as far as our job. And of course, we're going to go to the lab and, and they're going to show us how to run the samples the way that they do it. And the thing that's really interesting now is that most of the tests will be uh, upgraded from what I uh, am familiar with. And it will be um, a better system. Gotcha. I think that's great too. And I was, I think I was, you kind of just made me remember when we were talking about this, I was saying that you're probably going to um, just know so much more. Yeah. You might have to learn a new way to um, operate these upgraded systems, but you'll actually know like the foundation of these tests because you were doing them manually and um, in, in, in kind of the, the way back then. So that, that will be interesting. And I think that's something that I'm excited about is one, I'm kind of learning for the first time, the, the, depth of the the role that you were doing and so i'm kind of excited that you get a chance to get back into that role um in, in doing that sampling in that testing so you know hopefully it will be um exciting and and great just to be able to get back into that 
Um, so in regards to, before we turn the corner to music, because to Music Nation, you know, we always jump into music. Um, I do want to, because your career kind of outside of the military, um, you had mentioned to me like that's kind of STEM too, and kind of is in a little ways. So in regards to the electrical work that you've done, maybe give us a brief overview of what that career has been like outside of the military. Well, when I got into that career, it was uh, really because I was tired of hanging insulation and insulating houses. Okay. <laughs> so so I, I met a friend who was an electrician, and I really never thought that I would become an electrician because when I was a kid, my stepfather had a friend who was an electrician. And they talked about it, you know, and I heard different things about it. And, you know, you can get shocked and, you know, all of that. But in that field, which is a pretty good field, you know, you get, you know, paid pretty good. So I really was thinking about my family and being able to provide for my family and have the finances to, you know, provide for my family. And that's why I uh, turned to that field and, you know, it just began to take off for me. And I um, began to learn what it is to run electrical wires through a house to a plug to switches from switches to the light to be able to turn the, the lights on in the house or, you know, bringing the power in from the power pole outside of the house, bringing the power into the house through the meter and from the meter down to the panel that's normally in the basement of a house or in the closets of the house. And from the panel, you run different wiring or circuits to different things that is operated in the house. So circuit for the stove, the circuit for the refrigerator, the circuit for the microwave. And of course I mentioned lights. Yeah. So, especially going through school and understanding the theory of electricity. And that was pretty, pretty interesting. The different things that we learned in, in, in school. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I, one of the things that some of the uh, guests or listeners, um, you know, I Sim music nation, we just started our, our TikTok about a month and a half ago. We've been having a lot of fun on that. And some of the folks were commenting like, um, you know, isn't, you know, like, like being an electrician or um, welding or different things like that, like aren't regards to like a tech college, like aren't those, there are some classes, careers, courses, um, associate degrees, two-year degrees that are within the STEM field. And so this is a great example of that, that, um, you know, working as an electrician um, and, and being able to experience like what you're talking about circuits and stuff. Obviously we have like electrical engineering that people can go get a four-year degree, but these, there are also jobs and roles and careers within STEM that can come from a um, associate's degree background um, and even military experience, um, obviously. So, and, and on the military side of things. Yeah. So, no, that's, that's yes, really that's great. Correct. That's really great. And I think it does provide that exposure to, um, you know, students who might be listening or people who might want to switch up their career or do something or trying to figure out, you know, what they're wanting to do after uh, high school or even while they're in college to, um, intrigue their, uh, their, their interests. So, and I think it's interesting that you just, you said that someone when you were very, very young was talking to you about being an electrician. And so that's one of the things we're always highlighting on this podcast is how important it is for, 
um, stories like this to be highlighted because you just don't know who you're going to impact um, and how that then shapes the rest of that person's career and they end up getting into whatever it is that they were exposed to. So um, that that's great. You're just sharing examples that further underscore the importance of the early introduction and just the uh, introduction in general. So um, no, that's great. And I think, um, you know, I'll speak on behalf of STEM Music Nation in saying thank you for your service. And uh, we're all wishing you the best, praying that you're safe, Thank you. Um, that you make it back safely, that you travel there safely, that you have a great time. Um, and depending on the way this world is uh, next year, summertime next year, I'm like, I'm trying to go over to Europe, but we're going to see COVID. <laughs> COVID is out there <laughs> doing crazy stuff. So I don't yes, know if we is do you know risk all that so we'll just see but um yeah so we're, we're definitely wishing and praying for the best so um speaking of that we're going to turn the corner into music i do want to for stim music nation i do want to say disclaimer we about to talk about jesus we definitely people of faith and so um this is not to you know offend anybody or anything like that but it's, it is just a disclaimer that we're probably going to dive deep into it because we're both men of faith and um, all of this music is definitely about God and Jesus, and we're going to have fun discussing it. So in that, let's jump into the first song. Um, it was interesting hearing the top five. I think these might be songs that you're listening to right now, because I was maybe expecting some of the uh, other songs that you've listened to over the years and that you've kind of introduced me to. Um, but the first one is More of You by Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond is a household name in our house growing up. Um, you know, we listened to, he was in a group called Commission. And then, you know, became a solo artist and um, yeah, he's made incredible music. So, and we've had him on the podcast before in regards to in the song section, not had him on. Maybe one day we will. That'd be cool. Anyway, sorry for That'd be cool. So um, I, these are, these are the bullet points that I put for this song, More of You by Fred Hammond. Um, it had a nice R&B vibe. I like the line, your love keeps me wanting more of you. Just it, talking about the love of God and it keeps me wanting more of you. How awesome God is, living life without him is, is like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. Like that's kind of the vibe I was getting in, from the lyrics. Um, and then I put the last two bullet points his singing at the end, like he's just going off, like his ad libs, like he's yeah. just going in. And it's like, this is so powerful. Yes, he is. And the harmony of the background singer singing, um, I need more of you. So those are kind of just the bullet points that I chose. Why did you end up choosing this as one of your five songs? Well, just his style of singing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when you, when you, when you cry, you know, and it comes from your gut. Mm. And in the way that he sing, it's like he put everything that he have in him into that song, into those words. Right. And he make the words come alive. And it's like, it's real. And, and you can relate because when you're in trouble and you, your back is against the wall, whatever situation that you're dealing with in life, and, and you, you, you're pouring out, God, I need more of you. Right. More of you. Because you are the one that comes through. And we as frail human beings, we fall down. We fail. We stumble. But God never fails. Well, God come on now. Fails. Where's the organ at? Do, 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 do. He's always on time. Yes. Yes. Amen to that. No, that's, and that's kind of, that's definitely the vibe that I was getting from the song. Um, so no, that's great. So let's jump into the next one um, called, And We Worship You, also by Fred Hammond. 
Um, and it was really nice listening to this uh, song when I was, you know, listening to the music for this podcast episode. Um, it was very calming. It was very calming, um, very much a sense of worship. Um, and I think the, the best thing that I kind of liked out of it um, was the declaring of who God is. And so, if, you know, for people of faith, and, and this happens to be the faith you, in, you, you're uh, believing in and you're following, it's just a good reminder, at least for me, it was a good reminder to um, understand the attributes of God and declaring that within uh, lyrics in a song. So those are kind of the bullet points that I picked out for this. So why, did, why was this another song that you chose? Well, the first verse kind of says it all for me. Mm -hmm. he's saying that he was inadequate mm. inadequate you know are the words that that describe the lord that you know that they're, they're inadequate you can't even describe who god really is mm. but yet he's there for you yet he's waiting for you to step forward and to be with him and to have a conversation with him and to trust him and to lean upon him because we lean too much upon ourselves and other people who fail and fall down. But he also encourages us to get back up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That we can do it. We can make it all the way to the end. And oh, that's yeah. what that song spoke to me. That's good. And, and, and especially, I think for me, it's, it's really good when it's in a, um, a worship context of like slower mu uh, music and rhythm um, that just kind of, like I said, it was very calming. It just kind of like allows you to um, experience, experience the presence of God and, like, and just be able to reflect on the words that you're talking about in those verses. So no, I definitely, um, that was a nice little pause for me in my day, actually. It just, it was really good. So then for- Amen. The next one, um, Irreplaceable Love by Commission. I was very surprised that, because one, I don't even know that I knew this song. And I was like, out of all the Commission songs, this is the one he picked. But, um, you know, Commission is a huge, within our house, the Music Nation, uh, Commission is a, a big uh, group um, that we listen to so much of their music. And so, um, but I put it down, it had a nice beat. It reminds me of Brandy's song, Sitting Up In My Room. It definitely reminded me, had that vibe to it. Um, classic harmonies that Commission has, once again, kind of like that R&B sound. Um, and, and I just noted about like talking about going from darkness to light um, and, and an overall vibe of like God coming through and that like that love as in the title is irreplaceable um, that he kind of exudes and like, uh, carries us with so that's kind of what i was getting from it so how about you well like the word says you you can't replace it yeah and so many people try to replace love with so many different things and those things fail them but god's love does it it is what it is and his love is there for us you know, he, he sits there waiting for us to spend time with him, waiting for us to, to love him back. And he's not going to treat us like a, a robot, and, you know, and want us to be like a robot and move at every word that he says. But he wants us to love him and come to him because we want to and because of who he is. And because of what he's done for all humanity, he sent his son 
to die on the cross for all humanity so that we have a way of escape and that we don't have to suffer the loss of dying and leaving this world and entering into the realms of the underworld. But he wants to bring us up higher to be with him. And he also can bring us up higher in this world. Amen. Where we live at now. He can bring us up higher. He's done it time and time and time again. And that's what really is special to me about that song. His love is irreplaceable. That is so true. And I told y'all, we was, we was taking a deep dive. I told y'all. Um, and I happen to believe the same Amen. thing. And I think, you know, it's, it is so, um, and for those who may still be listening to this point and maybe not, don't have um, those same beliefs, that's, that's okay. But I think for people who do, um, you know, follow that belief system, and obviously this music is attached to that, um, it is a powerful thing. And it, it is a, a, a wonderful thing to be able to, have in your life, um, your faith moving forward, your relationship with God and understanding his love. And, and, and I think the one thing you were mentioning was just like the free will of it all, um, of, of us being able to have the choice to make. So no, I think that's yes. great. Um, okay, so we got two, we usually have two more because we usually do a total of five, but I'm gonna go ahead and let the, sne- the sixth one sneak in because that's my jam. I was like, I can't not do my jam. Like that's my jam. So, but the next one is A God Like You by Kirk Franklin. Um, for those of you who may not know, Kirk Franklin is a huge giant in the, the gospel industry. And um, this is a, a fun song. It's so fun. Classic intro, bump. Bum, 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 bum. Like it's so Mr. Talkbox, you know, type of vibe in there. Amazing beat. Um, There's no one like you is a, a common repetitive phrase in the song. Um, I love that. Lyrics are great. Um, I, I love, I, I, you know, I've heard the song many times, but this time around when I was listening to it, I did highlight the, the line, everybody wants to be like you, wants power and praise mm-hmm. like you. So in regards mm-hmm. to like the faith that we happen to believe in, it's just like, wow, you know, that is so true in the world that we live in, that people want that power, people want that prestige. Um, and even like on a, a smaller level, so not even necessarily like people who want to be president of something or whatever, but just in the smaller things of just me and my life, you know, I just began to think about my life of like what I, you know, I want to be known as this or whatever and it's like oh wait 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 that's only reserved for god like that that should not be reserved for me um and so it just that was a good reminder um in a, in a unique way because i've heard the song several times um and the last two bullet points i had was like the crowd going hey 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 at the end like that chant you know it's just so it just makes you feel so good um and then i had a moment where i was like man they trying to take me to church at the end every time when he says uh when the crowd the choir is going crazy and like you if you haven't heard the song y'all go listen to it um it's called a god like you by kirk franklin um and he's 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 kind of ad-libbing talking ad-libbing in the end of the song he's like who makes a way over and over and over and it's just like i'm about to get up out this seat (laughs) and start running around this living room yes sir yes sir that's such a powerful thing when you if you happen to be a person of this faith and you look back on your life and you look at the different things that you might have been brought through um, you realize that and you really have a connection with that and, and the fact that it's in the form of a song um, to express it, I think is great, which I'm probably taking all your points. I'm sorry, but it, it is a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of bullet points. So why, why was this song on your list? Well, I'm going to take you way back. See, because it started at the beginning with Adam and Eve 
That's where it started because they didn't have that thinking before they partook of the forbidden fruit. When they partook of the forbidden fruit, that caused them to uh, want to be like God or that caused them to want to, you know, have the prestige and look at me and all of that pride, you know, to be like a God within themselves. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. But God gave them a choice. You know, we, we are creatures of free will and we have a choice and we either choose the good or we choose the bad. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Adam and Eve chose the bad. And so within them, they had that spirit of, I am on top of the world, or I want to be on top of the world. And that's only reserved for God, the creator who made us. How is the clay going to say to the creator that I'm better than you, or I'm greater than you, or I'm above you? That's impossible. And so that song kind of spoke that to me of we need to calm it down, bring it down (laughs) to earth and be, you know, the regular people that we are, you know, now, of course, there's, there's bad pride and there's good pride. Right, right. Of course, the bad pride is the pride that you, you're lifting yourself up and you don't have the credentials of what you're lifting yourself up about. But the good pride is, you know, you have pride in your abilities and what you can do, you know, especially what you can do to help someone else. Right, right. Instead of being selfish, but allowing yourself to reach out to other people because other people, they need an example. They need a leader. They need, you know, someone to guide them. And with your experience, you can share that with someone else. And that's the good pride. Yeah. Being proud about your abilities. No, yeah. I definitely think that's a great explanation of the difference of the two. So uh, we got two more and then we'll jump into our final question. But um, this next one, oh my gosh, I love this song so much. It's called Unconditional by Fred Hammond. So another Fred Hammond song on the track list or the song list here. Um, this song is so nostalgic for me. Um, and so I put, it's the ultimate jam because the beat is just like, it's nineties vibes. It's just the (laughs) ultimate jam. Um, the, the chorus is where it's at. Like, I love the chorus. I'm really talking about the unconditional love of God. Uh, but the last bullet point that this, why this is so nostalgic for me is this reminds me of Skybus airlines and Ohio state university. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. oh my God. So for STEM Music Nation, if you're, you know, still tuned into this part, the Skybus Airlines was an airline that wasn't even operating for one full year. Why? Wow. Because it offered prices. Um, imagine this, this the, the prices it offered were like $10 wow. for tickets each way, which is like a $20 round trip ticket. And this was back in 2008, 2007, you know, 2007, Incredible. 2008. And it was really amazing like it was crazy and so um we as a family you know a family of five it's it costs a lot of money to fly so when we found out about it what their hub was in columbus a lot of our family lives in ohio so we flew to columbus to like go see them and so columbus is also where ohio state university is is located but while we were there and in the rental car that we got 
um, we were listening to, I think, the greatest hits or the number ones or something like that of Fred Hammond and Unconditional was on there. And, um, and that was our jam. Like we loved when that song came on. So it just, it oh, yes. me so much of um, Skybus Airlines because that was such an anomaly of a airline, like $10 tickets. Like that didn't even make, still to this day, it doesn't make sense that it happened. <laughs> Um, it blows my mind. <laughs> and then um, and then Ohio State University, because I remember that was the very first time, you know, we're all huge Ohio State fans in our family. And um, that was the first time that we went to the campus. And like, we didn't get an official tour, but we kind of gave ourselves a self-guided tour around the campus before we then went to the airport to catch Skybus Airlines to go back to uh, Missouri. So that's kind of what it, nostalgia, that's, that's how it, it's nostalgic for me. But why did you pick this song? The first word I, I would like to say is, Look at God. Mm. Look at God. In that instance and in that situation, he came through. Right, because five people try to fly like, y'all, that's a, you know, it's expensive. It is expensive. And that is correct. And we, we not only took that trip back home to Ohio, but we also paid for another trip to uh, Maine. Right, 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 yeah. Went to Maine, and uh, it, it was just the price was just incredible, incredibly good price for both trips. But I uh chose that song because his his love is unconditional, right? I mean, he loved us, uh, he loves the entire world, he loved the entire world. Even even though you you might be a, a a rock gut sinner, you might be caught up in drugs, you might be caught up in alcohol, you might be caught up in many different things in your life. God still loves you. He's just waiting for us to come to Him. He's waiting for us to reach out to Him, because those things life life can just drag you down in the gutter mm-hmm. if you allow it. And so there's sometimes where you, you can't help it. It's just things that happens in your life. You, just, you can't help it. And it drags you in the gutter. But God wants us to reach out to him. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. And God not only wants to heal the land, but he, he wants to heal the people from the inside out. And that's by accepting Jesus Christ as your personal savior in your life. And I tell you what, it's probably one of the best things you could ever do in your life because you have a spiritual protector, a spiritual guider, and you can count on him. You know, I know most people, they, they want things to be done at the snap of their fingers and hurry up and get it done, hurry up and do this, hurry up. But no, God's time is God's time. Amen. And God's time is always on. He's always on time. And when he comes through for you, you know it. You know it. And even in your ugliness, even in your ugliness, his love still reaches out. His love still reaches out. So I encourage everyone, even if you don't know him, he want to be your friend and he want to love you. So I encourage you to reach out to the Lord and let him do something in your life. It'll be special, special beyond 
your even wildest dreams. Amen. Amen. And now it is time for the offering. It is time for the invitation. Like, come on, come on now. I, I told y'all, I told y'all, can you tell this is a man of faith? Um, and no, I think it's true in the sense of not the love that you're talking about is what this song is about. That is unconditional love that you then get to experience should you choose to uh, pursue and follow in this faith. So no, I think that's great. And, and I know it's definitely going in depth, but I already knew that was going to happen. And guess what? It's all great because that's what this is. The Stim Music Podcast of uh, talking about music and that's what the music is linked to. And so it's very um, challenging to talk about the music and, and, and when it's, this is what it's linked to. This is why it's so special, at least to me. Um, this is why it's so special and, and definitely one of my favorite genres um, in regards to like gospel and Christian music. So the last song, the last song, the last song is um, Love is the Reason. We're still talking about the same thing, y'all, but uh, <laughs> by, by B.B. Winans, who is who's one of my favorite um, uh, gospel artists and not only artists, but like songwriters. He, he has such a good pen. He's written songs for Whitney Houston, obviously him and B.B. Uh, and C.C. Winans, so his sister and himself or The Winans. I mean, he's just a very, very talented, not only singer, but songwriter. Um, but this is one of my favorite songs by him. I love that it starts with acapella and I love that it ends with acapella. I, I, I like adore that in this song. Um, the words, very powerful words, once again, very much um, R&B sound. And that's the thing I loved about B.B. Winans and Commission and, and the Winans and other artists of that nature growing up for me personally was that the content was very much about the gospel, but the sonic, the sound was very much R&B or very much, um, they, some of them even had some hip hop, you know, a little bit of hip, hip hop context in it, but most of it was like R&B sounding. And it's like, it's just good to have a, a different sound that's not always, you know, um, classic, you know, uh, back in the day gospel. So, um, and and then I, the last part, the lyrics that always uh, stick out to me in the song is, and now my life is good because of you. You changed my world and made it new. Like those, that whole phrase. But, but those two lines I really um, love in the song. Um, and it's just a beautiful, the harmonies are like, oh, they're priceless. Like y'all go listen to this song, Love is the Reason by B.B. Winans. So why was this on your list? And then we'll jump into the last question. Well, the, just that, I guess the first uh, uh, verse where he said, you came and knocked at my door. Mm -hmm. Words I've heard once before. Love is the reason you came. Yep. And love is an action word. It's action. When someone uh, go out and they, and they pay for your meal, they're showing you love. When someone, you know, uh, stands in your place, you know, for a blood transfusion, they're showing you love because something can happen to them as well in that situation that will cause them a detriment to them. But they were willing to do something like that for a person that they know that they love. And so the same thing when Jesus Christ came to this earth and he was spat upon and he was beaten and he was pierced in his side and they hung him on the cross. Love was the reason he came here. And he is knocking on each and every door of those that walk the face of the earth that do not know him. 
He's knocking on each and every door of their hearts, asking them to allow him to come in and fellowship with them, to give them that new life, that new way of life, because that new way of life will give you eternal life if you stay with Jesus Christ. It will give you eternal life. And everybody want to live forever. Come on, look. Everybody want to live forever. I'm trying to live forever. That's that. Look, forever, forever, forever. No, I definitely, I hear that. <laughs> it's all, and it is love. I mean, it's love. I mean, you get to experience this incredible um, love. And so regardless of where people are, I think it's like, at least this is an option and it's out there on the table. And so um, I think that's, no, I think that's great. And that concludes the STEM Music Baptist Church service of the apostolic. <laughs> uh, we literally just went to church and I mean, it is what it is. We went so, to church, all right. So, um, no, but that, that's so, that's, uh, I think, you know, it is definitely a unique way to bring the STEM, this STEM Music podcast episode to a close. And as stated before we dove into it, that's why I wanted to make sure I gave a disclaimer because I knew who was on the podcast today. Um, you know, he, he's a pastor as well. So, you know, y'all, I, I knew what was going to happen. But, um, you know, if you're still listening at this point and maybe you weren't expecting all of that or whatever, one, that's why I gave the disclaimer. But two, it's just um, just like we talk about any other type of music that's on here, whether it's soca or Afrobeat or hip hop or whatever the case may be, it's allowing our guests to be free to express why they chose the music they chose, um, what's so special about it to them. And that's what happens to be special to my father this guest and also myself you know happens to be special to me in regards to our faith and our belief in christ so um no i think that's great and obviously it 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 gives me a sense of comfort in the sense of you being deployed that i know that that's who you have um Amen. you know going overseas and so i think for me personally that that and, and also a resource that i can reach out to and pray to and um you know ask for protection and all of that so it's, it's very comforting for me um, and it's obviously a huge part of my life, your life, our lives. So um, we're going to jump into the last question, which is um, just to close it out for anybody who's a STEM hopeful. So this could be, um, you know, a high school student, a college student, young professional, um, anybody who's wanting to get into STEM or who is in STEM uh, in regards to the career field, science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, it could be life advice or it could just be within the STEM world advice. What would you, what, what would that piece of advice be? Uh, for said person? Well, I want to share with them that it's, you know, can, it's, a, it's a technical field, a field that you can grow in. And it also can be a lucrative field as well to help provide for your family. Well, that's true. You know, it, it's, it's many different aspects of, of that field can allow you to, you know, be free because everybody wants to get a job that provides the finances, you know, so that they can choose to do whatever they want to do. And, and, and the finances, it brings freedom. It brings freedom to do whatever you want to do that you choose to do. And going into that field, those fields, like especially the medical field right now, the medical field right now is, uh, you know, a field that uh, that allow you to be able to be have the freedom that you would like to have. 
No, I definitely think that's, that is so true. And I think that's something we've highlighted in previous episodes, but you know, you kind of talked about earlier, the challenge of it all. And that's why you wanted to take physics and stuff. And so it's like, you, you can get this access to, to the challenge that you may be looking, um, looking for within um, your career, but then you also get this benefit of being able to um, have the finances that you want, especially within the black and brown community, which this podcast is to reach that community and trying to share more opportunities and more careers that, um, you know, people can get into and pursue. And so um, that is definitely an important part uh, for the, the, the benefit um, in regards to our uh, Black and Latino communities and multicultural communities of allowing us to rise economically. So no, I think that is a, that's a great uh, highlight. So yeah, the hard work is there that needs to be done in regards to accessing a career within STEM, but at the same time, you do reap some rewards. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. And um, once again, on um, behalf of STEM Music Nation, thank you for your service. I'm excited for you to have the opportunity to go to uh, Kosovo. And as your son, just saying, I love you. And thank you for taking the time to be on the STEM Music Podcast. Well, you know, it really is a privilege to experience this uh, moment in my life, the moment with my son. I really appreciate what he has done to highlight my career and my life. And I really appreciate his prayers for me, you know, as I'm getting ready to embark on this deployment. And I know that uh, he will be praying for me. And it's just really an honor to be able to highlight different things that took place in my life. Thank you so much, appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Wow, what a unique STEM Music Podcast episode. I learned so much about my father and got a refresher in faith. The STEM Music Church doors are open. Thank you so much, STEM Music Nation, for tuning in to this episode. As usual, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The STEM Music, and you can find us on TikTok at STEM Music Nation. Our website is www.roymoy3music.com slash stimmusic. Until next time, peace. Everywhere we go, call it stim music. People gotta know, call it stim music. We gon' make it flow, call it stim music, call it stim music.